Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and uh, Julie. Our show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining me. A quick sports ball note. Well, the University of Minnesota, very happy with PJ Fleck, Peter John Fleck. Just got a seven year contract. Oh, extension. my gosh. Seven years. Oh, my years. gosh. They haven't even won a big team. Uh, and uh, I think his salary is going to be some $4.76 million a year. Oh, my Shut word. Damn. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> How convenient the timing that he couldn't just wait till like, he beats Penn State well, or wins. Well, the university offered it, so. Wow. Go. All right. That's All right. It. How many years? Seven. Jeez. Seven years. Anyone in the mood to go to a concert? Who's sipping the Kool-Aid? I know. Who's sipping the Kool-Aid? I just, you need some more proof before you sell your life away. Hopefully there's an out. Okay, go ahead. I couldn't even begin to get worked up about this. I barely can follow you, what you've just well, basically, talked about, and we, I don't want you to explain right. it to me. <laughs> I really don't. We guarantee a lot of salaries with people like I would give you our quarterback before they are proven. I am not worried All right. All about right, any of that. I thought I knew Julia. You don't would be worry interested. about a lot of things. Nice. Julia, I recommend it. It's a low stress way to go. It would be lovely. Yeah. All right. What are you going to okay. say? Yes. Well, I want to not stress anybody out. I want them to try and think of who this celebrity voice is. Okay. So they can surprise somebody and they can put it in a holiday card. It uh, could be uh, a gift. Yes. Uh, I'm taking you to see the Pretenders and Journey next summer on Saturday, June 7th at the Excel. If you know this voice, here we go. There's a great quote. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to attribute it to the wrong person, I think. But, you know, they say that when disaster strikes, that's when artists get to work. Right. Uh, oh, I know such who a it is. posh accent. Yeah, six, isn't it though? Six five one six four one one zero seven one is the phone number. If you know that, you get to go. You get to go. You get to go. Now, Keanu Reeves, his <laughs> ex girlfriend Sandra Bullock, is going to do another movie for un uh, for Netflix. Julia, yes, She's gonna- I never saw the Birdcage. Bird the bird box? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Never saw it. So, so good. So, uh, she's going to star and produce Netflix. It's called Unforgiven. It's based on a um, mini series that was on in the UK. Oh, okay. Because I always think of Unforgiven as that she's a woman movie. who's released from prison after serving 15 years for a violent crime. And she wants to reunite with her younger sister, who she was forced to leave behind. Oh. 
So right. she's getting out of the pokey. That's happening. All right. Um, did we did we talk about Ellen DeGeneres is going to be the recipient of the Carol Burnett Award? You you're giving it a smirk. No, it's uh, I believe it's the Golden Globes version of. Um, What's the Academy Awards? The People Choice Awards? No. Oh, Cecil D- B. DeMille? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of, it's the Golden mm-hmm. Globes. It's somebody who's made a big contribution. To comedy. To comedy, TV, whatever. Ellen seems fine. I, right. I, I don't feel one way or another about that one. You All know? right. All right. Not really. I feel more strongly about Alec Baldwin suing the man who claimed he beat him up over his parking spot. I kind of like this. I know. When- because the guy... There's video footage of this. Well, when Alan Baldwin, if you remember, I don't know if it was just Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin put his lawn chair out in the space, didn't he? Yes. To save a parking spot in New York City, which yes. apparently is commonly done on days without parades. I think it's a Chicago thing. I don't think it's a New York thing. New Yorkers <laughs> would not put up with that. They would simply run chair. over the lawn chair it's like Move people it. putting their towels at the resort on the good beach chairs. I've seen it in Chicago. Yeah. It seems to, city to city, but I can't ever, I can't, <clears throat> I can't see New Yorkers uh, abiding with the lawn chair. And rule. we saw this and heard about it. He assaulted another man, blah, blah, blah. And he says, basically, I pushed him gently, but there was no <laughs> assault here. And the reason why he's suing him is the guy is trying to get money, um, extort Money from Alec Baldwin. He's like, screw it, I'll sue you. All right. We'll have someone else tell us which was right and which was wrong. But there are numerous surveillance cameras to prove Alec Baldwin did not do. Oh, my gosh. The cameras are everywhere, aren't they? Lori, they are. They really... Don't get me started. They really, really are. And yesterday when... um, uh, I showed you the photo of Keanu Reeves, and you thought that uh, I said it off air. You said it was Helen Mirren. I couldn't see. No, I know, because it was across the room. Uh, she does kind of look like Helen Mirren, and that is uh, no diss to either one of them. She, she's got silver hair, and she's a younger woman with silver hair. And when you see that hairstyle with that tall, thin, beautiful, yeah, shape. Anyway, Twitter thought it was Helen Mirren. Okay, good. He's known her for ten years. This, uh, um, her name is Alexander Grant. They've been friends for ten years, and they've been dating. Just recently? Since like the spring. I like this. Let me tell you, not a lot of 56-year-old actors in Hollywood are dating a woman in her her late 40s, let alone early 50s. I give you all these other guys dating the 20-something, 30-something. Yeah. All right. We got a winner. We do? Yeah, we got uh, Luke is on the line, and he's going to tell us who this is. There's a great quote i'm gonna i'm going to i'm gonna attribute it to the wrong person i think but you know they say that when disaster strikes that's when artists get to work look who is that that is emma watson yes Yes. and she she is covering uh vogue magazine we've posted that for you did you know right away luke absolutely yeah who are you gonna take take? to journey and the and the pretenders on this date next summer 
No idea. You have no idea. You're <laughs> no. going to see who's in your favor. And it, exactly. And as an Emma the Watson, the one that was going to date herself, she's, she's putting, self, yeah, she's self-partnered. self-partnered yeah. Are you self-partnered right now, Luke, or do you have a partner? No, I, well, I do have a partner, so I, maybe we should ask him. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad we could help you out there. Thanks, ladies. Luke, thank you, Luke. Thank you. Thank uh, you. By the way, that's a Sunday, not a Saturday. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because there's a uh, it's a leap year, so we're jumping a day. Oh, look at that! My calendar hadn't got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because you looked it yeah, up like that. All right. So um, Kelly Clarkson yesterday took on covering Pink. She's she can do any cover. Should we hear a bit? A I want it. Donnie posted first? it. Okay. It's my favorite thing. Kelly's talk show, depending who's on, I have to see the Kellyoki. It's the best. I love her opening. It's kind of fun. She's wonderful. Okay, this is from Today Show. She can't no, sing. No, you no already know that. She can't sing. It's unbelievable. She yeah. takes up the most space in my iPod. Yeah, I have more music from that woman. She's she can, the fourth highest rated daytime talk show. She's doing one point nine million a good day for her. Mm-hmm. Who's she behind? Uh, I suppose the Jason? View, maybe Jason, Jason Kelly, and, and uh, Ryan, Ryan and Ellen. Yeah, maybe Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would okay. probably be it for the daytime. So, uh, do, do we, we have s- delicate? Do you want to hear? Yeah, let's hear delicate. Taylor Swift's delicate. Mm-hmm. Here's Kelly Clarkson. I mean, Kelly Clarkson could put out an album of her just covering like Pink, Taylor Swift, and that could just be a covers album and it would sell a gazillion. It's like that one, you know, I See You in the Moonlight, or what was the one you played for us yesterday? That song you love that was on... Oh, the Waterboys. Yeah. That that song and that woman who oh, did Fiona her, Apple, Fiona Apple, the cover, yeah, mm-hmm. her cover was Walk at the Moon was so great, yeah, yeah, really good. I love a cover. All right, well, you want to hear Panic at the Disco perform Frozen Two? Their song it's called because uh, Demi Lovato covered Let It Go at the ends of end of the first Frozen movie. Now it's Panic at the Disco. I love them. Is up. On the plate for Frozen 2. Okay. So, in the Disney animated sequel, Adina Menzel performs Into the Unknown, one of the new songs. Panic will be uh, performing the piece when the credits roll. Here we go. I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble, while others don't. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. Just a 
not going to be downloading that. I haven't okay, done that, but I love yeah. his voice. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, so he's great. got a great voice. Do they make good money if they're like on a Disney soundtrack like that? Just well, is that a good? Not necessarily, unless he wrote the song. Yeah, but, uh, if he's just on it, not really. Not really. All right. No, I mean the writer is the one who benefits Makes the, the money. most. Yes. All right. Well, and Selena got. She's on the Billboard Hot 100. Getting her first number one in a long time for yeah. Lose You to Love Me. Her, I love that song. Her breakup song to be mm-hmm. about Bieber. It is a good song, isn't it? It's lovely. It went from 15 to 1 in oh. one week. Oh. And Lizzo got her second hot 100 top 10. Good as hell. The remix with Ariana Grande mm-hmm. is I just is listened there. to that. Yeah, that's a good one mm-hmm. too, isn't it? Lots of good music. Okay, can we just spend... what? How much time do we have? Like um, No time. All right, really. never mind. We'll save it for the dirt alert or save it for... Um, I'm going to save it because it's so... My study of dad today is so good. Oh, I cannot wait. It's so good. And I love... I love the tease, Larry. I love that we're going to be able to reiterate something that we already know in our, in our heart of hearts, but it is good to be reminded of. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's be productive and get to the Tuesday Dirt, shall we? Yes, yes. The most productive Dirt Alert of the week, perhaps, I don't know. But let's talk about Cindy Crawford. The Daily Mail says that Cindy Crawford is looking glum outside of a Malibu restaurant as her rep denies that she has banned her daughter, Kaya Gerber, from dating Pete Davidson. How old is Kaya? 18. Oh, I d- Living I would- on her own in New York, you can't ban your kid from doing anything at 18. You're right. If they, unless they live with you and they're dependent on your money. Yeah. And Kai and Gerber's not. She's a working model. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that every once in a while, good old dad slips her some Casamigos money for the holidays. <laughs> but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Pete Davidson's 25 years old. And they were spotted on the other side of town in Malibu having a date at Nobu. Pete Davidson, Kaya Gerber, getting a little cozy in the front seat Which of the Range Rover. They wanted to be seen. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm going to piss you off, Mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, and it's probably, she's 18 years old, doing her own thing. And uh, the fact that she has been close with Mom Cindy Crawford in the press, I mean, that's the whole reason we know Kaya Gerber is because of her mom. She needs to take a page from Andy McDowell when her daughter was dating him. So, she gave an interview yes, saying she, she was did. delighted. She, she did. did the exact opposite. And then it was like, oh, Mom, Oh, God. damn it. Oh, well, Cindy Crawford's not really looking glum. She's just texting on her phone, oh. walking out to her All car right. that's okay. being valeted. I mean, they're, they're making up a story there, but okay. it's a good one. Uh, Kristen Stewart, she was on the Howard Stern show. She's doing a lot of press for Charlie's Angels. That's coming out soon. And she was talking about her relationship with her former Twilight co-star Robert Pattinson. She said of their relationship at the time, she said, I thought I was it. She said that uh, Robert Pattinson is the best. We were together for years and that was my first love. Well, Howard asked her. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Or he said, why weren't you in the second Snow White? Right. You were oh, so great. And she goes, she was so great. He goes, um, um, well, and he goes, wait. And she goes, well, that was the, you know, I was in a scandal. Right. And he said, oh, that's right. You were, ble- you were bleeping the director. And she said, well, I never actually bleeped him. Yep. We were making out yep. and got photos and I was still dating Rob. She said, but the bigger thing is I was slut shamed out of being in the second movie. Hollywood wouldn't touch me. And mm. I got blamed. Mm-mm. It was a you good did. interview. Howard yeah. was very complimentary. She was so slut shamed. I remember the photo. Yep. He had like a Mini Cooper. Mm-hmm. I remember they were at the guest at the uh, Safeway parking lot, and then up on the ridge on Munholland Boulevard. I yeah. totally. Yeah, and she did go pretty independent after that movie came out she and did. after that scandal. I'm sure she was probably like, well, whatever, fine. Well, I'm going to go over to France and win a Caesar Award, which well, is the equivalent of a French Oscar. And Howard was like, they were stupid not to hire you for that next movie. And she goes, well, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she said uh, that uh, she would have married Robert Pattinson if he had asked the question. She said, I wanted to at the time. She says she's not a super duper traditionalist, but at the same time, every relationship I've ever been in, I thought it was it. I've never really been the most casual person. And she said that she would totally propose. She can't wait to propose to her girlfriend right now, screenwriter Dylan Myers. She's excited at the prospect of having a nice romantic future. Cool. All right. Well, she's promoting Charlie's Angel and uh, Howard Stern was quite smitten with her. Yeah. I mean, he liked, she was very, very open. What is she promoting again? Charlie's Angels. Yo, that's right. She's in mm-hmm. it. Yes, she is. Are we here for Charlie's Angels? Yes. Yes. Because we, yes. Yes, we are. Yes. All right. So that comes out, Charlie's Angels, next Friday, November 15th. Kim Kardashian appeared on The Real with her sisters, Courtney and Chloe today and was talking about her relationship with her husband, Kanye West, admitting that she has gotten into fights with her husband over his religious journey. Some of the things that Kanye has been doing on his religious journey are removing TVs from the kids' bedrooms and taking makeup away from Northwest. Kim says that Kanye's being very forceful and says that they have to compromise. She says of Kanye, he's going to do things that I don't agree with and I support him and vice versa. So, Oh, he'd be exhausting to be married to. Oh, I know it. That brilliancy. She must be very glad that they spend as much time apart as they do. It must help the whole everything. But he will be, he'll be like my dad when those kids are older. Like really super strict. Oh, and your dad was... My dad was super strict. So strict. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, basically because he was like, I was a boy. I know boys. You're not dating till you're 16. Ah, yeah. He was very adamant that you can't date till you're 16 because the minute you can date before 16, it means somebody is going to be trying something. Uh Aha. Well, Courtney and Kim... According to the zipper. (laughs) Yes. And I I could see Kanye being the same... Way about oh, no makeup and all of that. One hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Courtney and Kim were also talking about their recent trip to Armenia, where they had their children baptized. Chloe wasn't on the trip, but she says that she would like to do the same for True at the right time in the right place. 
So Kanye wasn't involved in that at all. Those Halloween photographs, allegedly. I mean, the, his costumes are convenient in as much as they don't show his face. They're under a million dollars or under a million viewers every week for keeping up with the Kardashians. That's why they were on the reel. Oh, God. They've gone under the one million mark. Well, I suppose. What? I would just want to stop if I was them. I'd be so Well, they're contractually obliged, yeah. you know, obligated oh. to E. Yeah. And it's still... It must at least get some it, kind of global pull to keep does. producing the episodes. Because to your point, Julia, at right now, be just like, you know what? We've done this for over a decade. Yeah. We are on Instagram or on social media. Right. Let's like call it a day. And then maybe they say, oh, with the reruns, because that show re-airs. I mean, you can just kind of tune in anytime and... Have a marathon have of a it, marathon, right? Yeah. And give yourself a self lobotomy. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I mean that's what watching those episodes are like. Sometimes, maybe I've done that. Maybe I haven't. Um, Katie Holmes is talking on the Today Show about raising her daughter Suri when she was in her twenties, and she said, "Of Suri, we kind of grew up together." In this new interview, Holmes says that uh, their age difference is a good match. Katie Holmes had Suri Cruz when she was twenty-seven years old. She said. Uh, how do I put this? Every age that my child has been and my age at that time have been a good match. We've kind of grown up together. And she said that it's worked out really well. And she says it's interesting to be, interesting to be 40 years old at this point mm-hmm. in time. And, and she's, she's working on directing another movie. And she's mother and father. To oh, I daughter. know. Yeah. How do you... I can't imagine that little girl remembering how much she loved her dad. Mm. And that dad just she probably said, had therapy, Julia. Oh, I'm sure. She's probably had therapy. And I like Katie Holmes. I, she really has always had... She's kept a stiff upper lip. Yes, she has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that she makes pretty much all the choices in her life based on protecting her daughter, yes. Suri. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I can't wait... For her for, to be able to tell her, her to be able oh, to tell no her idea. story. I mean, that is one of those long-term goals yep. that you need to put on your calendar. All right. In a couple decades, we're going to be able to hear everything that Katie Holmes right. has to say. Billion-year contracts be darned. Yeah. Thank you, Church of Scientology. Mm-hmm. And finally, a little casting news. Uh, Warner Brothers is really thirsty, and they want to let us know that Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin in the movie The Batman. We got a little bit of casting news yesterday with Matthew McConaughey playing Two-Face, and then Andy Serkis, he does a lot of motion capture acting. He is going to be playing Alfred Pennyworth. So, there you go. Get not excited. Can I just tell you? Please. Can I just tell? Sparkly Batman. I know, it is a slow roll, and McConaughey, 100%, joined Instagram for the Batman role. The Hollywood speak on that as Warner Brothers is desperate for one of these movies to be a big breakout yeah. hit, and they are trying to not let us forget that this movie is dropping in a couple of years. The magic in a eight, couple of the years. The Magic 8-Ball says, don't count on it being good. <laughs> oh, no! I know. Trouble! Oh, my gosh. All right, when we come back, it is the study of dumb. Why do I pull your clothes? Hey everybody, okay, this study of duh was published in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology and for what it's worth, once again, when people say to you, well, you know, people will say anything to get laid. This study is proven. Yep, that's true. Okay. People will say anything mm. to get laid. When 
Sex is on our mind. Lying comes naturally in the dating game. Your body Call is it so dating amazing. deception. All right, dating double D. So researchers split up um, 635. Now, this was heterosexual student volunteers into two groups. And okay. one group was shown sexual stimuli okay. pictures ahead sure. of time. The other group was just shown, you know, park benches, trees, lakes, okay, things like some that. Quiet right. places. Okay. And then both groups had to get into a debate with a person of the opposite sex. The sexually primed people said just about anything and everything to make them look better to the attractive stranger sitting across from them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. So this so there was a group that just Julia, don't get lost in what oh, I'm telling you and quiet. pay attention no, to what you I'm saying. Just keep telling people dating deceptions. It, people, when they were shown the sexual okay. photos, yes, so yes, they yes, got yes, yes, inflamed, yes, yes, yes. as it were, they will say anything if they think there is even a slightest chance of sex, yeah. including. Fibbing about everything from the number of previous partners they've had to the great job to what they're interested in. And the process, the researchers theorize, is somewhat unconscious, but having sex on the brain really does influence how we present ourselves to attractive strangers in our life. And um, mm. so, um, and it can be as little as just agreeing with statements. That you would normally not agree with just to present yourself in what they call deceptive self-preservation in the psychology world. And when someone is trying to impress someone, the brain switches into a type of mental arousal, the researchers argue, and... Think of it as having your fingers crossed behind your back. Sure, I hope they don't. I hope line. they don't read everything. I'm just saying, of a lot of good stuff right now to make myself look better. If the possibility of sex yes. looms, that person will conform, embellish, and sometimes outright lie. Oh. If that is on the horizon, okay. Go okay. Get some. And uh, this is not. Um, this is not anything new. This seems like a big duh, but um, they were oh, really, yeah. yeah, they were really, really surprised. And of course, now, if I'm going to tell you about dating deception, I feel I must tell you, remind people how you spot a lie. Oh, I, yeah, tell okay. everybody. Yep. All right. Well, lying is a complex process for your brain and body. So okay. the big, one of the big tells is there's a big pause before an answer mm -hmm. okay so and then people say well why do you ask that so they buy themselves oh, time I with see. a big pause yeah, okay your brain produces the truth first <laughs> and you need time to form the lie so it. the big pause yes, got it the eye dart people have more eye expressions than any other animal on the planet okay so our eyes give away whatever we're trying to hide so when we look up to our left to think we're often recalling memory but when our eyes roll up to the right we're trying to come up with some creative answer wow. love it Oof. so the eye the lost breath What's that? <laughs> just you'll bending the truth meaning your fight or flight is kind of activated mm -hmm. so your mouth will dry you might get a little sweaty sure 
Okay, overcompensating and over listen to this. A liar will often overperform. Speaking, gesticulating, gesticulating with their hands to be more conversation. So you get very over the top with your body language. Okay. Um, the poker face. Some people have that are really good liars have gotten to, to be able to employ the poker face. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that poker face means you're being economical with the truth. So that can be, oh, man. you got to look at that. Yeah. What and does the, that <laughs> sentence even the poker face. I went out with someone last night and Good, I know he was being... Nothing but a poker face. I know it, but he was being economical. He was having with, economical with the truth. He's we, not saying a whole lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this yeah. world right now who are being economical <laughs> with the truth. I, that's just a new one. Yeah, uh, the, the face hide, you know, parents... They put their hand one. over their mouth, kind of like, oh... You're literally uh, like kids you will do teeth. this. Yeah, kids yeah. will do that. Yeah. Um, and then also what they call self comfort touches when people are lying. Um, you might play with a ring. You might um, fiddle your fingers on the table. You might kind of rock back in your chair. Sure. Okay. Oof. When someone is fibbing, those things really step up. So when someone's telling okay. you something and they're drumming their fingers, they're lying. All right. And. Um, the hardest body part to act with are the hands or the feet. And people that are lying often struggle to keep your hands and feet a message while you're lying to okay. get into somebody's To stay hands. still. Yeah. It's called uh, incongruent gesticulation, and often your hands are telling the truth. So if somebody's really? sitting on them and telling <laughs> okay. you, I'm, I'm not with I'm anybody telling, in I'm telling year. you the truth. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just... Uh, it's it's just uh, when the possibility of a sexual romantic encounter really re- reveals itself, we present ourselves in a deceptive manner so we can be as attractive as possible. Got and it. we all do it. Right. Okay. Okay. And both men and women. Oh, yeah. Do it. People will just do and say just about anything. If they want to get laid. And they're attracted to the stranger. Right. They will say anything when your sexual system is activated you will present yourself in the best light possible and you will tell a stranger things that make you look better than you really are and you almost believe it i love that part mm-hmm. so there you go you've been i'm really five eight and forearmed 40 years old and i've uh, long legs no. but i'm sitting on my hands that's right she also, the incongruent life. gesticulating yes. is across all cultures. Yes, everybody does it. Yep. Uh, this is not uh, devoted the to the USA. Yep. Okay. Now, here is just this little study I just thought I would give to the hungry snackers of the world. And I think there's a lot of people who feel snack time at nighttime for whatever reason, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a universal truth. You really Snacking. look at me really strong. No, your I'm not looking are, at you. Your eyes are dirty. And you're looking up to the to the <laughs> right. Looking up to the right. Um, you're using more, your hands and feet are gesticulating and they're lying. This is really exciting. This is exciting is it, is study. There, if it was the only excitement I could get out of this, that it's okay to eat at whatever time of the day you damn well want to. Well, it's not as quite as good as that, but Florida State University uh-huh. does have good news for you if you've been on the lookout for the perfect late night snack that would actually help you metabolize oh what is it cottage 
cheese is the perfect late night snack. And the reason they're so excited about this, and I will just tell you, Julia, so you give me the credibility. This was published in British, the British Journal of Nutrition. Okay. Okay. And it's the first time that they have ever studied like a dairy product that's heavy in protein before people go to bed. They always, they always thought, uh, you know, it just, it's not good to eat before bed, but it's the first time people consumed a whole food product before bed as opposed to like a protein shake. Okay. And what they found is that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cottage cheese is like uh, helping people with their muscle recovery process yeah. and metabolism that is a very good Snack. That's like a wonderful idea with a little dill or a little lemon or I love um, you love cottage cheese. I love but you old snack. home. I know you're an cottage old, cheese. The yellow thing, the fat curds. Yes. I love that. To me, that is like ice cream. I will never ever forget being in fourth grade and discovering cottage cheese. I thought it was amazing. Large curd. Large curd. Yeah. Yes, mm. it's so good. So anyway, um, just I love that a little. If you didn't know it, maybe you're already a late night cottage cheese, but it doesn't have any effect on anything. And they say it's actually helping your muscle and metabolism and the group of people they tried it on. They were just like, it's the ideal before bedtime snack. I like that. I think that's good news. Yeah. I do, too. Because mm-hmm. it would know. coat your tummy, too. You know, it would make you feel full. Exactly. Yeah, I love right. that. I think that's brilliant. Okay, there we go. Well done. Well done. When we come you, back, uh, we have got some reviews from across the pond about season three of The Crown, which is coming uh, on Netflix here in the States next weekend, November 17th. We'll be right back. for hanging out with us everybody it's tuesday we're gonna have a review for you tomorrow on the movie last christmas written by emma thompson starring amelia clark and henry golding Ooh, good. and the song and 15 wham songs i know and the wham songs and written by emma thompson she's gonna be in it i cannot wait yeah this is gonna be a fun are you one. both going yeah yeah oh cool mm-hmm. okay 
Yeah, we are. And um, The Crown Season 3, we got reviews from across the pond. Yes, we did. An influx of reviews have happened, and basically they're promising we will not be disappointed with the new season. We now know why they had to age up, even though it doesn't make sense from where The Crown picks up. Right. It's because the span of The Crown is going to be 13 years. Right. From 64 to 1977. Got it, got it. For oh, this season I three. See what you're saying. Right. Olivia Coleman yeah. takes over from Claire Foy as the queen. Tobias, Men- Tobias Menzies from Outlander yes. replaces Matt Smith as Prince Philip. And Helena Bonham Carter steps up to play Princess Margaret, who was previously portrayed brilliantly by Vanessa Kirby. Yes. Okay. No doubt Coleman is filling the oh, shoes she'll of be, Claire she'll Foy. She'll be amazing. Um, but. Um, some people like the guardians, uh, TV critics said that, um, Helena Bonham Carter depiction of Margaret was a jarring reimagination of Margaret. And she played her with magnificently casual disdain. Oh, that's right. That sounds like a compliment wrapped <laughs> yeah, in a, in a, in a insult. Yeah. But mm-hmm. And then she also says that Toby Menzies' performance as Philip, she really liked him for his portrayal of a charming, brutal, wounded man. Ooh. Um, and another uh, critic uh, at the Digital Spy says Helena Bonham's Carter fails to command the same level of of investment as that of her predecessor. Ooh, that's not mm. good. So yeah, I understand the comment. Yeah, yeah I don't Ooh. really care. It kind of sounds good. Um, kind of going through the motions a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I love Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about it. Well, I think we won't notice all these things because it basically said at the end of the day, you're going to be happy. Yeah, I know. It comes oh, yeah. out November 17th. That's right. That's all we care about. We just want to be happy. Prince Charles, not only is his little brother uh, getting dragged up in the Epstein cover-up, uh, yeah. we'll hear more from Amy Robach at ABC tomorrow, but Prince Charles has been dragged into a counterfeit art scandal after it was revealed that some beautiful works of art that had been displayed at his Dumfries house estate in, Am- in Scotland were painted by a forger. Oh, dear. Yes. I mean, like, serious ones. Serious, no. yeah, yeah. A Monet, a lily pad, a Picasso, a dolly. Uh, all the artworks have been re- removed from view, and um, uh, it's one of the most incredible art hoaxes in royal history wow. when American artist and convicted counterfeiter Tony Tetro said he forged those three paintings to be loaned to the house, and they were insured for 134 million. <laughs> and Prince Charles wants you to know he was—he had nothing to do with that's it. That's no, right. He, he, no, he doesn't pick the art. That's right. Yeah. No, I know. I, you know, I um. Other things that have happened out there, Lorene. Well, Prince Harry went to Japan to watch the Rugby Cup and hang out with a bunch of hot athletes. And then I think he and Megan are having like a six-week little holiday. Um, in, in L.A.? I don't know where. They're just not going to be doing any appearances after oh, this week. Oh, we have something really important to say. We want to give a shout-out to our colleague, Steve. Um, Patterson? Patterson. He had a baby boy. He and his wife had a baby boy named Dav. And D-A-V? it's a, yeah, and it's yeah. a nod to um, Steve's wife has a little um, Indian in her. Yeah. Um, and oh. so the boy's name is Dav. I saw the picture. Darling. I'm sure he's hairy. 
He is kind of hairy. So cute. <laughs> I mean, Steve's hairy. I know. What I it's, know of him. It's just such a cute baby. Yeah. So congratulations to Steve. And he's going to be coming yeah. back, I think, next Monday. But I think that's so fun. Yeah. Well, we, we got knew, a baby. We knew that we don't have a baby. He has a baby. I know. But we're going to have a baby in our fold. In our my It's a first baby born in the MyTech family. Come on, Lori. No, Julia. So the collective we? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't do the collective we. You know, really? Because no. you're so good at hiding your disdain. But, but remember, uh, remember that do time when you were doing we? the we with the the guy you were dating and I was gagging? I'm like, oh, don't do that. That's just so Lori, I have so many rules. No, you. you don't have a rule, but I just think that collective we just makes me gag. Was it my husband? No. No, you know, no. you know, because you would always refer to him by name or, right. yeah, and you would. You Sometimes you just have to go with things and not be so. Yeah, but we don't have a baby. Steve has a baby. We don't have to get up. We don't have to feed him. We don't have I to worry about it. It's, it's exciting. Oh god, is it? It's oh, God, is it? Ridiculous. Now there she is. Is it? Is you know, it? and in January... Uh, We're going to have another we baby. We're going to have another baby, oh, aren't we? Alexis is having her baby, and that is a collective we. <laughs> She's going to be such a cute She's mom. not having it. No, I no just, that's okay. She doesn't like any of that crap. I don't. Oh, I can't yeah. even I can't believe that it. you were... Well, the one that blows me away is how um, you are so upset that Richard Gere would birth a baby when he's 70. Julia, he won't even live to see his kid be 30, for crying out loud. It just makes me sad. He might not live to see him graduate high school. That's exactly right, Donnie. <laughs> I mean, well, it's selfish. Come on. Come on. It is selfish. Give me a But he's doing it for the... For the, you know, 21-year-old wife. No, she's 36. I know she is. She's almost 40, Julia. Is that what 36 is?